As you know, the world is trying to grapple with the coronavirus pandemic at the moment and many of us are in lockdown. Stay safe and look after each other. <sighs> it's been a big day for the podcast. Go presents your daily dose of news, entertainment and all things internet. Hey, it's Kate, Alex and Talisha and it's been a big day for Ellen DeGeneres because she <laughs> is in some serious damage control. Bloody um, hell. I don't know if you've seen what's been going on lately, but it's 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 hard to watch. It's awkward. It's so disappointing because like she's so she's so someone that like you think you should be able to look up to, but like totally. of mm-hmm. recent it's just become a bit of a fucking train wreck and people don't know where to look while it's all crumbling down. After a string of recent controversies, including um, comparing quarantine to jail uh, (laughs) and royally screwing over her staff, she has today or this week partnered with Venmo so she can give $250 to some of her viewers who really need it during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, So... That doesn't mean she said sorry for anything that's happened recently, but she is happy to throw money at the issue. Um, but the whole thing this year... So shady. The, the first thing was the jail, comparing quarantine to jail comments. So yeah. as a joke, she said, one thing I've learned from being in quarantine is that this is like being in jail, mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone in here is gay. So, yeah, that's a that's a comment that you make to your friends. Yeah, not on your day (laughs) show, like on your like show in the middle of the day. Like that's that's something that should never have left the fucking group chat. No, 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 that's right. That's right. Um, but then, you know, as if that wasn't sort of like awkward enough, like literally uh, basically a week later, uh, Variety reported that the stage crew for the Ellen DeGeneres show, which is like just over 30 employees, um, had have been given like no communication from the producers in regards to what's happening with their employment during the pandemic. Um, like they didn't hear anything for over a month, except for the odd phone call here and there. And then they also reported that they were left in the dark as to what was happening with their roles. Like, were they going to be laid off or, um, you know, how they were going to get paid. And then finally they were told to brace for like a 60% pay cut. Um, Hmm. But the message was really vague. And let's also not forget that like Ellen DeGeneres is worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. 330 million uh, net worth. To be exact. That would be so, so scary. You kind of would expect from her who's built her platform on you know giving back um Mm -hmm. that she would that she would be like kind of open to you know giving giving money or just i don't know subsidizing maybe because like i know a lot of other um other show like hosts and stuff have given money to their employees out of their own pockets right yeah, right, like Jimmy right. Kimmel well, yeah, and Conan, t- and they've taken like a, a pay cut. Yeah, like, like the ones at the top have taken stuff. a little haircut, so everyone else can kind of right. live. Yeah, which is you know something you know that you can do. I feel like in a time in the time that we're in right now, like it means that look after people that you're you know di- directly connected to as like a bare fucking minimum. And like yeah, if you totally. are in a position to do that, why not do it? Like it's yeah, especially like everyone's watching you as well people are watching 
rich people right now because they're oh. like, if you have I, the fucking means, why no. are you not helping people? But also, might I also add, like, you know, she's just partnered with Venmo to give money to <laughs> her viewers. So yeah. how come she can do that for the viewers, but then she can't throw a bit of cash yeah. her, it's her not, employee's it's, way, you know? It's probably not even her cash because she partnered with Venmo, so she's probably not yeah, really Yeah, it's like a sponsored deal. But still, yeah. you know, it's like... It's not that she, it's not like she's short on change. You oh know, hell no! It's so. kind of just to me. It feels like she's trying to buy back goodwill at this point mm, instead of you know mm. just acknowledging that she's been a bit of an asshole. But you know, it feels like it's kind of been building up to this point for the past year or two, hasn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. it hasn't been a good twenty 2020 twenty or a twenty good twenty nineteen for that matter. And it feels like her history uh, in the in the events leading up to it have been. Has finally reached breaking point, so because yeah. I've because I've been kind of as everyone has been doing, I've been coming and going down the Ellen rabbit hole, and it's just <laughs> it's quite interesting because uh, there were whispers about her being you know one of Hollywood's cruelest, secret cruelest people alive back when, which is crazy, baffling, fucking baffling. Because like- from the outset, she's so lovable, she's mm. so likable, and then there was it actually yeah, it goes far back. Back to when she first had a sitcom, you know, when she did the historic groundbreaking thing of coming out on a sitcom. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it goes as far back as that. And then she kept it under wraps because she's, you know, Miss Hollywood. But then uh, it started coming out as far back as 2014 when one of her head writers for the, her daytime show, Karen Kilgariff. Uh, I apologize for botching that pronunciation of the name. <laughs> so, so she went on a podcast and said that she and Ellen disagreed over the their positions on the 2008 Hollywood writers' strike because Ellen yeah. wanted her to cross the picket line and she didn't want to because she wanted to be, you know, on the side of the writers. So, and, so they disagreed and Ellen fired her and hasn't spoken to her since. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah it, like, why would you... They were friends and they were long-time, like, colleagues. So that seems like a pretty And they went through something, a, you know, pretty monumental together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was a pretty shitty thing to do. And totally. then and then another thing that kind of tipped the scales was earlier this year. Do you remember this big, massive Twitter thread that went viral over when a comedian asked everyone, share me your stories of Ellen being cruel. And he was just... <laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. It, it was not great. No, it was inundated with thousands of tweets and, like, so many stories. And It was it also was... around the same time that, like, James Corden was being um, ripped up a little bit be- for being a bit of a, d- a, bit of a fucking <laughs> D-bag as well. <laughs> God. Oh, man. I don't know. I just... It's really ironic, isn't it? Because I, I, yeah. I was watching one of... El- I think her her most recent stand-up special on Netflix, and she made a Relatable. joke uh, about how she ironic she sh- name. Yeah, <laughs> it's because she str- she says she struggles to relate to people these days because of where she is in life, and it's. But oh. that's the problem here. Yeah. I think that's the core of the issue is that Ellen started off, you know, as this like unassuming, you know. Um, this woman who who came out on 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 TV and she was so relatable to so many people when yeah. she began and she wasn't like she wasn't like you know Julia Roberts or Angelina Jolie in her looks and she was just like this really sort of like funny relatable lovable person but yeah. she's become so wildly popular and successful and rich and famous and i think that's making her lose trans like she's 
getting her message is getting lost in translation with her everyday viewers now. And totally. yeah. she's getting herself, you know, it's kind of all gone to her head a little bit, I think. Oh, yeah. I feel like being influential and being kind aren't mutually exclusive. Mm, there's, totally. Yeah, there's no denying that she did a big, important thing when she came out on her sitcom. That was groundbreaking. That was mm-hmm. amazing. Because she's become so rich and famous, she's therefore associating with all these other rich and famous people, whether they've done a good thing or not. Mm. So... You know, she she ran to Kevin Hart's... Well, she let Kevin Hart sort of apologise or on her show when he made those homophobic... Or when his homophobic comments became public yes. knowledge. Yeah. Um, and people were were in two minds about that. But then the whole George W. Bush thing, when she Oof. sat next to him at that sports game and everyone was like, babes, you know what he stands for, right? Like, yeah. it was... Exactly. Yeah. You know, and she ran to his defence. Um, and, in fact, the video of her um, defending their friendship on her show, someone um, made the background behind her images from the Iraq war. No. And then her team, her team, like, tried to take it down. Um, which shit. is just that perfect example of the Streisand effect, which is, like, when you try and cover that kind of thing up, yeah. he just draws more attention to it. Yeah. Um, and it just highlights the issue to begin with, you know? Mm. Yeah, and it's, like, it's also, I think, a good a good thing, I guess, because it's, like, forcing people to look elsewhere for good news stories and for people to be like who is using their you know wealth and their privilege for good and not like, totally you know what someone that comes to mind for me is david dobrik um he's a youtuber mm-hmm. massive following yeah. he does a lot of things with like students and struggling families and but not in like a a sappy like look look what i'm doing way he, his end goal is to be a um be a host on a night show and i think people like that are definitely on their way to do that like think like there's another generation of um good people who are coming up and yeah. who are gonna going to kind of take that place you know giving back and partnering with charities or partnering with brands that give back during this time like as much as people like to think it's out of the goodness of their heart if you're super famous it is a publicity thing i'm so sorry yeah. to say but it is <laughs> um, oh it definitely is at the it's same sort of, time it definitely is at the same time at the same time like she has waited to do it until like it's almost too late for her to do that now because of all of this shit that's already happened like it's it's the kind of yeah. like damage control um, strategy, which I think comes across not as good as like, oh, totally. you know what? I can see people are struggling and I'm just going to start by like, she needs to have taken the right steps to begin with. People see right, right fucking point. through it. And that's why, you know, people like, you know, David Dobrik or um, Troy Sivan also did a thing. Um, they're, they're good people to start with and they, they don't have mm. bad, um, bad press around them. They don't have, people making fucking twitter threads about them about their terrible fucking cruel behavior (laughs) and the back like the the back end of their work because they are Mm. like a transparent person you know choice of a good example because he he like we know that he's trying to promote an album but he's doing it in a way that gives back to his fans and he's using the resources he has in a very not in a very transparent way that isn't self-serving 
Well, yeah, it's self-serving. And like elevating but... smaller, smaller artists and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing it in a way that's unselfish and, you know, yeah. kind of... It's less about him at this point and it's kind of Yeah, it's like mutually really nice. beneficial for yeah, him and his fans. Exactly. So... Yeah, totally. Well, I think this, if anything, it's just taught us to remember that uh, fame, wealth, notoriety... Twitter followers, uh, a TV show. It doesn't automatically make you a good person, um, but it's really important that we all keep asking questions um, and don't just take everything as, you know, we said it once, we'll say it again, don't take everything on face value. Um, <laughs> stay woke. Uh, we'll catch you back here for another big day. If you like what you heard, Goat's podcast library is growing. If you want to get amongst some more honest chats, check out Thinking Between the Thighs, the podcast that tackles Australia's most Google questions about sexual health. What are your thoughts? Head to goat.com.au and get involved on our socials. Insta, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow for another big day.